Imagine wanting to disrupt the healthy meals market with an innovative smart kitchen device. The device needs to be online in order to prepare your meal because it needs to connect to our servers to download the right um, recipe or preparing cooking times and temperatures and things like that. It's 2020 and the internet is at the bottom of the basic needs pyramid, right? And in the beginning, uh, we assumed okay, people nowadays always have internet. It, it's really, it's like everybody has it at the moment. But you've kind of overestimated the quality of an average household's Wi-Fi connection. Um, so we got also feedback from customers who had uh, who, whose Wi-Fi was not working, uh, really angrily calling us or texting us, hey, I want to eat. Uh, it doesn't work. My internet is down. I don't understand the connection between internet and not being able to cook. Please solve this because I'm hungry. And hungry customers are angry customers. And you don't want angry customers. So what do you do next? Powered by Molly, this is Moment of Growth, a show about entrepreneurs who share that specific moment in time when they felt like their company was really taking off. I'm Viviane Bendelmacher, and on today's episode, we'll be talking about how three Belgian friends decided it was time for healthy meals, without too much effort. It's a story about a lot of hangry people, a hobby that took years to turn into a company, and ingredients with RFID tags. This is the story of Anton Kleis. This is Meal Hero's Moment of Growth. Belgian university friends Anton Kleis, Steven de Baren and Jeroen Spitaals have very different backgrounds. But despite their varied backgrounds, these three found each other while studying at business school in the Belgian city of Ghent. A friendship developed, they grabbed a beer from time to time and went on holidays together. So a year after graduating, they spent some time together in Hungary. And as it happens, after a beer or two, the complaining started. All three had their first real jobs. They worked long hours, came home late, and as if things weren't hard enough already, they also had to put a healthy meal on the table. Now, that turned out to be quite a challenge, especially for Anton, the current CTO of Meal Hero. I'm an engineer, so I'm not the greatest cook. Uh, so I just resorted to off-the-shelf um, yeah, fast food or maybe like uh, prepared meals. And I wasn't very happy about it because they were unhealthy uh, or it just didn't taste really good. While sipping beers in a Hungarian bar, they found out they were all coping with that same struggle. Unwilling to spend hours in the kitchen, but longing for a healthy meal. How great it would be if there was something to fix that problem, the three friends mused. Maybe, they figured, a clever solution had already been invented. Something they simply hadn't discovered yet. Back in Belgium, they went back to their busy lives and started to look around. Searching for that one smart idea for simply and easily putting healthy food on the table. Um, but yeah, after a couple of weeks or maybe months, uh, we noted that there is no real solution uh, uh, for having a really healthy meal, but also in a really convenient way. So we, we noted that there are like two, the, the market is divided in two things. So first you have healthy meals. Um, that most likely means you have, to, you have to cook it yourself or it's not really convenient. 
And on the other side, you have a lot of convenient options. So really like a lot of. Um, the modern day consumer really wants convenience in like every kind of market segment. But in food, most of the convenience options are really not healthy. So it's like the French fry shack. Uh, it's order something online, get it delivered at home. It's the prepared or the ready meals you buy in the supermarket. So all these things are not very healthy. The frustration continued, but the guys had plenty to keep them busy. Besides, they were quite happy with their work. They had no intention of starting a business together to solve this problem themselves. At least, not in the beginning. I think we we, uh, we were just searching for a solution, then trying a few things at home, like uh, preparing all your, all your meals uh, during the weekend and then eating them uh, during the week, uh, things like that. Uh, and then I think, yeah, after, after a couple of months, uh, we we just decided, okay, let's maybe um, find a better solution. Uh, but we wanted to do these things like really pragmatically. Pragmatically, the key word for these three down-to-earth Belgians. They started with market validation. Did other people have the same frustration? And was that frustration big enough to merit a new solution? So we, we just started... Um, making a questionnaire, sending it to uh, mostly friends, but also some, some unrelated people. I think we got 350 responses, then started analyzing the data and then really found out that this was indeed something uh, most younger uh, people, like just recent graduates or young professionals, as they call them, uh, were having. It was time for the next phase. They knew already that developing another new meal delivery service was not the answer. They needed some kind of hardware, something that could do the cooking for them. So it was time to build a prototype. As an engineer, Anton couldn't have been happier. I, and I also just thought of it like a hobby at this point. We, we all did, actually. So I just wanted to start tinkering with hardware. Uh, Steven just wanted to start tinkering with software and Jeroen obviously uh, wanted to, to start thinking with, with food. Uh, so it's actually a great combination because of the different backgrounds. And uh, we quite quickly um, started deciding, okay, so we wanted to build a device that cooks for you um, so we can have the convenience. Uh, we have to link with an app, of course, because it's 2015 at, that, at this stage. Uh, and you want to know uh, how you can order what you still have left, things like that. Uh, and we wanted it to be really, really healthy. Uh, so uh, after some, some research, uh, we quite quickly came to uh, steam cooking as a uh, cooking technology uh, because you can prepare a whole meal with it. Uh, it's a really gentle cooking method, so it doesn't destroy any vitamins or other nutritions. Um, and, and yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it really preserves the taste of the food. But how do you build a steam cooker? It wasn't something any of them had done before. So they just bought some off-the-shelf steamers, took them apart to the last screw and figured out exactly how they work. And how to modify it to make it really smart. Because remember, this was 2015. Smart devices were already booming. And they also wanted a single device for the whole meal. That meant it needed three compartments. One for meat, one for veggies and one for pasta or rice. And of course those three different elements of the meals had to be ready at the same time. 
The steam cooker also had to be extremely simple to use, with just a single button if possible. They built prototype after prototype and sent it to their first batch of testers. Friends, of course, but also actual paying customers. So we can get honest feedback because a free meal is most likely a really good meal. Uh, in order to get honest feedback, um, we wanted to make these people pay for it. So they really want to have some value for that money. And boy, did they get feedback. Like sure, it was definitely easy, a steam cooker that does the work for you. But the meals were pretty bland. And so the men, who wouldn't exactly describe themselves as the world's greatest cooks, had to come up with new ideas. And then there was the device itself. It won't start, it stopped too early. Um, also with the software. So um, one, of, one of the things I always give as an example, uh, one of the feedback we thought is um, the device was meant to be online from, from the get-go. So we wanted to have a Wi-Fi enabled device. And in the beginning, uh, we assumed that okay, people nowadays always have internet. It, it's really, it's like everybody has it at the moment. So the device needs to be online in order to prepare your meal because it needs to connect to our servers to download the right um, recipe or preparing cooking times and temperatures and things like that. Um, so we got also feedback from customers who had uh, who, whose Wi-Fi was not working, uh, really angrily calling us or texting us, hey, I want to eat, uh, it doesn't work, my internet is down. I don't understand the connection between internet and not being able to cook, please solve this because I'm hungry. Uh, so we quite quickly learned if you're in between people and their meal, you really, uh, it's not working. Uh, people get angry quite quickly. So a lot uh, of hangry people out there. Yeah, really hangry people. Exactly. Yeah. So we, we really had to um, find all of these basic assumptions and, 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 and test them and then find solutions for, for these kind of things. Anton, Steven and Jeroen learned a lot through that process. And two years after the idea came into being, they reached their moment. They understood the market, they were able to sell their product and they had repeat customers. We also even had a waiting list of people uh, who told us, I want, who heard it from, from other people who were testing it. And those people told us, okay, I want to have one of your devices, uh, but we couldn't like give it to them because we didn't have any prototypes anymore. They'd done it. They had a solution for an actual problem. They had developed a device that was good enough to bring them repeat customers who were already paying for the product. Sounds like a successful startup to me. But for the three friends, it had just been a hobby. It wasn't until 2017, two years after the initial idea came to life, that they decided to go into business together. And yeah, one of the really early things we, we found out that it, we needed to attract um, initial investment uh, because we, we had a hardware component and hardware is hard. So you needed a lot of money up front to be able to produce and to actually legally sell a hardware product. Um, so you need to finish all developments. Um, you need to certify the whole product. It costs a lot of money. You need all the uh, manufacturing equipment to actually produce the devices. And then you have to prepay all your suppliers for the first initial batch. Uh, so before you can actually deliver one product, uh, you really have to spend a lot of money uh, in order to, to get that far. Uh, so the, the biggest challenge was then to uh, convince 
someone or some investor to really get along with us and um, yeah, get this idea from the ground. Moment of Growth is powered by Mali. Mali, the founders of growth. Their solutions simplify complex financial services, letting you focus on growing your business. Because Mali believes payments should be effortless and growth should be for everyone. Mali, the founders of growth. Visit mali.com for effortless payments. Finding an investor for hardware is always pretty tough, but it turned out to be especially hard in Belgium. There were investors for software companies and for B2B solutions, but B2C services with a hardware component? Not a very popular concept among Belgian investors. They also had no competitors. That sounds like good news, but that also meant that no one had yet proven that there was a market for the idea. Sure, they already had about 100 customers with a prototype, but that wasn't nearly enough to convince investors. It was a recipe for a vicious circle. So the, the finding the market traction is, is really difficult if you have a hardware device because you need the money in order to launch the device to prove the market traction. So it's like a vicious circle. Um, and we had to find a way to really break out of the vicious circle and to prove the market traction in a more broader sense in order to convince investors to get the money to really start the business and get the devices to, to, to customers. They decided to launch a Kickstarter campaign, hoping they would find 250 people who were willing to give their money upfront. With that money, they planned to start production and deliver the actual steam cookers and the first food boxes. And it worked. In May 2017, 300 early birds decided to pre-order their Meal Hero steam cooker for 199 euros each. In September of that year, the device landed on their doorstep. Being a Kickstarter enthusiast myself, I know that's pretty fast. Most of the Kickstarter projects that I have backed have been delayed due to production issues or have never arrived at all. With their crowdfunding success, they could now prove that there really was a market for Meal Hero. It was enough to finally attract an investor to give them enough cash to really get their food party started. But perhaps that wasn't just because of the evidence they now had. It may also have had something to do with the art of the pitch. We still have the first slide decks, uh, the slide decks from um, 2015, 2016. Uh, we were really proud about them, uh, but if we check it now, it's, it's like a silly joke. Once in a while, we just open the old folder and, and just check what we what we told investors or other people at that moment. Um, yeah, it's quite funny. So it, it totally changed in, in the beginning. Um, it was really all about the device. We were the future of cooking, uh, cooking technology, um, and we really positioned as a hardware startup. Um, and this gradually changed over time uh, to, to more a focus on the um, a, a lifestyle brand and focus on the meal and the food. Um, and even after launching, so in 2019, so last year, uh, this changed even more towards just full um, lifestyle brand and, and really the, 
the focus on the hardware is, is completely gone. So on the website, we explain what the Steam Cooker does, but we don't show it uh, in, in detail or don't really feature the Wi-Fi connectivity or the RFID connectivity. It just, it, it's, it has become a means to an end. And the, the, uh, the goal is really convenient cooking. Uh, combined with a healthy meal. Really convenient cooking combined with a healthy meal. That sounds like a great idea. But how do you pitch that kind of innovative plan? So give me your quick pitch, your your current quick pitch. Meal Hero is a meal kit service, but with a few twists. Uh, so we offer healthy meals, but in a truly convenient way. Um, because we have developed the smart steam cookers, our customers don't have to cook anymore. You just Put in your meal in the steam cooker, press the only button on the device, and you can do 50 minutes, whatever you want, and your healthy meal is done. And smart means truly smart. Every single ingredient has its own RFID tag, which gives Meal Hero a lot of information on the ingredient you'd like to use. Uh, we know when it's shipped out to a customer, and we also know when a steam cooker uh, prepares it. So uh, by using those two data streams, we can learn what is still in the freezer of customers. So when you open your Meal Hero app, you will see what are the meals which I have at home and I can prepare. So it's really nice you don't have to search through the complete freezer to decide what you're going to eat. Just check the app, whatever on there is fine, pick it and put it in a steamer. The other important change had everything to do with their optimal target group. They changed it from an ownership model with people actually buying their steam cooker to a subscription model, meaning the customer leases the device. That shift had everything to do with the so-called optimal customer segment. So when we started, uh, we, we, we ourselves were young professionals. So we had one or two years of working experience. We worked quite hard. We lived in the city centers. So we thought, okay, the ideal customer for this product is um, the people like ourselves, like singles or, or maybe uh, a couple living in a city center, working really hard, don't have time, and they really like technology. Um, and this was kind of yeah, a mistake, I would say. The mistake they made was quite understandable. They initially tested the product on friends, people who were very similar to them, but then they also started selling the device to people they didn't know. The new target group actually turned out to be much more attractive than the target group they initially had in mind. They, are, they live on their own or maybe as a couple or with some friends. Uh, they live in a city center. They really like going out eating. Uh, in the city center, there are a lot of convenience options, um, like uh, having something delivered or the stores are open till 10 uh, at night and things like that. So the, the customers we noted who are the best customers are actually uh, couples who are a little bit older, who have very young children and who have uh, moved to the suburbs. So these are um, people who had the experience of living in the city center, most likely as a student, have all the convenience options there. Uh, but in the suburbs, these things are less available, but they still want them. 
so the, the convenience aspect of our solution is really something they like um, and they have kids. So um, these people, they call them like the, uh, the forever, um, forever tired or something. <laughs> so so they, they really have to get the kids home from school, do some homework uh, or, or like be busy with them. Uh, then they also have to think about food and this comes it, this is yeah, something that hinders them. And most important of all, they really don't care about technology. That was the moment everything changed. Meal Hero discovered a new target group. What makes these people so interesting is that they live in the suburbs, which means they usually also have a bigger house and a larger freezer. And a larger freezer means they can purchase more and bigger food boxes. The bread and butter of Meal Hero's business model. Because these new customers didn't really care about the technology of the steam cooker, they just wanted a healthy meal for their family, they started to ask if they could just rent the cooker instead of buying it. So the three entrepreneurs tested a subscription model instead of an ownership model. And people loved it. It transformed their entire sales process. Because up to this point, Anton and his partners had been selling their products at what can only be described as Tupperware parties for steam cookers. And this completely shifted when we went to the subscriptions. Uh, there were no strings attached. People could just start it. Uh, and if it don't like or didn't like it, they could just send the device back. And then uh, there's really no strings attached to it. So they had an investor and therefore the money to really launch Meal Hero. They had more insight in the target group. They changed the Meal Hero story, making it more of a lifestyle than a technology brand. And sales were booming. They were ready. What could possibly go wrong? Well, quite a lot, as it turned out. We actually launched with our own food factory, so we had to get this up and running next to the the uh, manufacturing process of the steam cookers. Um, and yeah, sometimes um, machinery which was ordered didn't work. For example, our packaging machine, uh, when uh, the machine was installed, uh, it had to start producing right away so we can build up the stock for the launch. Uh, but only at that point, we found out uh, that there was some design error and it, it couldn't really work with the packaging we had ordered. So we couldn't use the machine. And so we had to fill all our packaging by hand. Uh, so yeah, we, we had to do the night shift ourselves. But they survived and fast forward to today, Meal Hero is doing great. We are still very much on the hockey stick road, so it's, it's doing great. Um, we have some challenges, of course, uh, given the recent uh, corona pandemic uh, situation. Um, we, we actually uh, almost doubled our customer base uh, over the last few months. Uh, because people are not able or were not able to go uh, out eating anymore, uh, going to the store was not for everybody uh, a good thing to do. There were some, some sensitive groups uh, who needed to stay at home. So a, a great solution to bring healthy food in a convenient way to your doorstep is something really exciting for people in, in these times. Doubling your business in just one month and doubling the month after that again seems great, of course, but it also brings quite a bit of stress. Because how will you deliver smart steam cookers to all those new customers on time? Fortunately, Meal Hero had switched to a new order picking facility just before the pandemic. It certainly gave the gentlemen some sleepless nights, but they succeeded again. 
And what about the friendship of these former university pals? The student years are definitely over, um, but the, the friendship itself is even more intact. We actually see each other uh, more than our girlfriends. So, um, yeah, I think it only has improved, yes. That's the story of Meal Hero, a company that's disrupting an industry with a new technology designed to make life easier. A company that decided to switch business models after truly listening to their audience. An audience that turned out to be a completely different crowd than they initially suspected. And there you have it. Never be afraid to shake up your business model. Take a closer look at your target audience and always keep testing. And as for Anton and his buddies, they still grab a beer from time to time, not to rant about shared frustrations, but mostly to talk about their successful business. Although, some things will never change. Do you consider yourself a better cook now? <laughs> I know more about cooking and cooking technology, uh, but I wouldn't say uh, I'm a great cook still. <laughs> This has been Moment of Growth, a show created by Molly and presented by me, Viviane Bendelmacher. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for new episodes.